0: Hi, before we get to this episode, a couple of spoiler warnings. So we do reference the end of It Chapter 1 at the beginning of this podcast, so spoiler warning for that. And we do reference a few weird things that happen in the book that don't happen in either of these movies. So, if you're completely averse to either of those spoilers, uh, fair warning. Hi, I'm Dave, and uh, you're listening to the Cinemile, the podcast where we walk home from the movies. Me and my wife Kathy. She's not. She's not here today. Kathy didn't want to come because she doesn't like horror movies or long movies, uh, and this sort of hit the Venn diagram sweet spot straight
1: on the fucking nose. <laughs> boy, sorry, I'm going to. I'll stop swearing.
0: You can sorry. swear if you want. Um, <laughs> But, actually, Lee, I asked Lee to come on it because you have a really dark and t- t- upsetting relationship with this Oh, man, your, po- movie, your right?
1: podcast isn't long enough for how messed up my head is because I nearly killed myself over this film when I was, like, 11 years old um, because it, it, was, it was so messed up. But the, the TV miniseries, I nearly killed myself. And I was only saved by my mother. I nearly jumped out of my bedroom window because my sister uh, threw in a pom pom onto my bed at about two o'clock in the morning and then put a white glove around my door while I was screaming, going, go away, get away, oh my God, get away, put a girls' brigade white glove around the door and said, hey Lee, do you want a balloon? I'm going to kill you. And then I opened my door and I was ready to jump out onto the drive, like 20 foot down onto the drive, and my mum had to run in and say, right, stop it, like that. And I was like, I didn't sleep for about three days. That's just one of the like five or six times I've been messed up by the film. I still can't go to the toilet in the night without switching all the lights on and this isn't just a, a funny bit of banter I'm doing for this podcast and, and that whole thing that does my head in about like everyone everyone in the world now is scared of clowns I'm not scared of clowns I'm scared of Pennywise because he messed my entire childhood up like this. This isn't a funny bit. This is horrific. I don't even know why I'm here. Oh, good like, banter. Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> quality banter. Anyway,
1: subscribe, guys. <laughs> like, like this us on is, iTunes. <laughs> I regret inviting
0: you. This is the, the, the darkest thing I've ever heard. Uh, boy, almost died. Stuff. Yeah. Dies. yeah uh, okay. No, that's that's horrifying. So, are you are you first of all, you okay, hon?
1: I'm, I think I'm okay. Yeah. I think I can handle McAvoy. You're going to Tim Curry. I you're can't not going to freak
0: out on me in here, are you? Are you going to be? Are you going to be cool? I might do.
1: We'll see. We'll see, won't we? <laughs> Isn't that the glory of the <laughs> Mario You never know what's going to happen.
0: <laughs> really worried about you now. <laughs> All right. Um, well, quick, brief. Um, we do. We are. We are very late for this, so we're going to go in now. Uh, yes, um, we are. Yeah. But very briefly, how did you feel about the the first chapter of this remake?
1: Okay, I thought it was great. I thought it was really well made. I thought it was evocative. The only slight flaw I had, and I hate to pull it up on it because the rest of it was brilliant and there were some really good scares in it, but the only flaw for me was that I felt Pennywise wasn't threatening enough. By the end of it, they were basically beating the shit out of him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Spoiler alert for the first part. But by the end of it, they were basically beating him up with pipes and bits of bat. And it just felt like that mythical thing of the Lucky Seven, which was imbued so well from the book, was just given a little bit too much power and you never felt at any point that any of the losers were going to be harmed by Pennywise. I thought it shifted it too much onto Pennywise killing people in Derry as opposed to being able to... It just felt like they had a force field around them. Yeah. And I'd like to see them be more vulnerable now as
0: adults. Well, well, and which they should be. i extend that criticism for the whole of It Chapter 1 in that I never felt like those kids were in danger at any point. And I mean, no. obviously, you know they're going to be adults in the next movie anyway however it's like any of their encounters with it never really feel like they're under threat they're just being scared no
1: and and what you got in the miniseries was their encounters were it was basically tim curry taking the piss out of them but at the same time you thought at any moment he could rip their throat out while they're on their own the only time he couldn't get to them was when they were all together but in this in each chapter, one, it just felt a little bit too much like they were all superheroes, and I'd like to see a bit more vulnerability as time withers them and they come back being adults and they lose that magic. And some of them stop believing. And I think it's going to be a lot more gory, and I think it's going to be a lot better. If
0: okay, so you're excited. I I pretty much yeah. e- echo your thoughts on the first one. I um we didn't do an episode on this on this podcast, but I watched it by myself late one night. Um and I quite enjoyed it I thought it was really it was well still brilliant Really well yeah, put yeah, together yeah. Like he's a great Pennywise um, Absolutely Bill Skarsgård Very creepy um, The kids were well cast uh, Particularly Beverly I thought she stole the show Yeah um, And I thought all the effects And the way they um, The way the CG was done Was It kind of wasn't too much
1: Kind of wasn't too little wasn't? It? Yeah it was but, interesting It yeah. wasn't
0: However scary I didn't think it was very scary At any point and maybe oh, there was a couple of bits that I could see
1: if I was younger being freaked out and what I quite respected about it was that the novel's over a thousand pages long and yet they still made original things up in part one, yeah, they made true. stuff up that wasn't in the book, which is like, you know, fair play like, they're going to get slagged off anyway for, why don't you put this in why don't you put that in, well, I'll tell you what why don't we just make something up, it's like it's a film, it's not a book
0: why didn't you put the, the, the god turtle in there
1: <laughs> so, If that turtle doesn't thing, turn thing. up in this film, I'm walking out.
0: Or, all right, let's head into this movie. Yeah, let's go. All right.
1: For 27 years,
0: I dreamt of you.
1: from the inside until we don't have a choice anymore you lied and i died
0: Hi, we're back. We've seen It, Chapter 2. Oh, Four yeah. hours and 39 oh, f- yeah. minutes have passed since we, since we last saw you. 18
1: hours and 46 <laughs> days. That it's, film lasted a, it's a TV
0: pop. miniseries brought to life on the big screen, longer than the TV miniseries.
1: First, the first ever time a film on the big screen was longer than a TV miniseries.
0: Yeah. I don't know that for a fact, but I feel like it was. Now the like TV it. miniseries
1: oh, it, was 3 hours and 7 minutes. That was 2 hours 51, but... boy, the other one. Boy, well, oh you boy. Got,
0: you've got to add the two together, right? Sure. Oh, you
1: you've got to add them together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would anyone ever want to? I'm not sure.
0: Well, it has been double-billed in a lot of places, so you can watch this back-to-back, chapter 1 and 2. We didn't do that. Um, well, all I right, thi- set, let's I set the scene. I think that might have been right. a good idea. First of all, caveat... Um,
1: Dave thought that neck oil was well, <laughs> no. Dave thought that gamma ray was neck oil so we had three pints of that and
0: it was a lot stronger than I, I thought I've not got any I'm very okay. sorry sorry no sorry. sorry um yeah okay um I I'd made a mistake on the ABV of, of the beers and we're a lot more drunk yeah, than I did, had man. intended yeah. us to be um and also, I've got to shout out Stephen Capegoat on Twitter, who basically goaded me into drinking during this performance. Right. Uh, can we call it a performance?
1: A screening, a screening. I'd say. It's not a play, so is I, it? So
0: i got to apologise to everybody for this. For whatever this is going to be. And I
1: I snuck two rum and cokes in as yeah. well.
0: And also, we're now outside some pub in Piccadilly Yeah, so <laughs> because
1: I was drunk when I turned up. <laughs> oh,
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> it's really a caveat. Right, OK so I, I I gotta say um, this movie was long it has problems but I I, I kind of really liked it I, I really enjoyed it I, ha, I actually had a, had a lot of fun I'm judging from your bulging eyes that you don't I, agree with
1: me I had a lot of fun because like <laughs> I thought of like some really funny things to say to you <laughs> yeah. while we were watching it and a couple and I was, of them was, you did was, say I to was, me I was like yeah. nodding my head going yeah that's good that, that was good man um, oh so
0: you had more that you didn't say to me but you were oh just man. nodding your head to yourself. I
1: think I bought this uh this perfecto <laughs> silvi <Right>. moleskin <laughs> wallet.
0: So you had. <laughs> so is that is that what you were writing? You I were writing, writing <laughs> punchlines to jokes that no, no, only I, make sense in
1: the moment. No no I wasn't. I was just writing things. The artifact like pick, pick up laundry. I mean I was yeah, um, buy, buy black black bags. Toilet roll needed Yeah, buy <laughs> black bin bags. Um Yeah, okay, well, the first thing... I mean, I will say, (laughs) excellently crafted film, but I I don't... I honestly... I love films so much, I don't really like slagging them off. Like, I don't like going into a film and then coming out and just pissing all over it, because so, so much craft has gone into that film, and there was some amazing effects, performances were really good and stuff, and whatever I think about the direction and all the rest of it... I mean, a lot of people would disagree with me, but... I just thought it was really uneven. I thought it was too there was so it it was like the goonies. It was too funny. It was like laugh 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 cut to scary clown that isn't that scary. Cut back to these invincible guys who've come back to Derry and and they they just weren't ever again like as I was saying at, at the start, in the first like babbling two minutes of this podcast, me saying, I loved the first film, and the reason I loved the first film is it was so evocative, and there was so, there's so much of that, like, youngsters and that kind of thing, like that bonding thing, which was so good about the book and about the miniseries and stuff. And the part where the miniseries fell down a little bit was the adult thing, but but it always took it really seriously it, you, you could never slag it off uh, taking a piss and then coming back and taking cheap shots and everyone being funny and that kind of thing it's like like literally there were like characters like running into Pennywise and then like just doing some like John McClane like one liner that was all it ever was and then it cut to like it cut to like Big Bill seeing his like dead brother with his face rotting off and It's like you're winking at the audience and then you're going, Oh no, here we go, we're into like a really serious bit. Now, it just didn't really, it wasn't cogent in that way for me. Maybe it was for other people, and I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna like slag it off for that thing because there's a lot of really good horror films that do comedy really well. But I think it is such a vast, epic, like horror narrative that. Yeah, you can have those little funny bits, but they're not, not all the way through. And it was just all the way through. It was like the Goonies.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree with you. There were certainly moments that I felt that the horror was undercut by comedy during bits that were supposed to be purely scary. Because actually, for the most part, I thought Bill Hader's comedy and James Ranson who um, played the, the hypochondriac guy, yeah, uh, Ziggy from The Wire. Yeah, um, I thought th- I thought their comedy moments were really welcome for the most part, and and, yeah. and I thought both of those actors handled that really well. But I'm with you in that yeah. it's a, there's a time and a place, and when when you're in the middle of an, a sort of I'm going to say action sequence because a lot of those horror quote unquote sequences were more action focused than. Absolutely. Horrid, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. more like watching um, a PG-13 sort of adventure. It was too much. Yeah. It was like Jumanji. Yeah, yeah. It's like tentacles flying out and spiders yeah. and, oh my God, creepy crawlies. And, just, and, like, what, how are we going to get away from them? Yeah,
1: I mean, not, not, I was not to into this yet because I wanted to talk about the performances a bit more, which, as you said, the guy who played Eddie Kasper and Bill Hader, brilliant performances, but just... I mean, it was just every horrific scene was just undercut by a little funny line. It's like, no, this is horrible. This is not like... Like, even like... And this isn't a spoiler, because this is just one of many flights of fancy, which is another thing I had a bit of a problem with, where, uh, like, a skateboard comes down the stairs towards James McAvoy's character, Big Bill. And she... And Beverly says... Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! And he goes, "Yeah, I'm used to that now. I've been in Derry for a couple of hours. It's like, oh well, well what's the point then? Well, what's
0: the point?" mate? Like? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up your strand of what's the point, um, and unpick this. My thoughts on this a bit because what I struggled with during this movie was the same thing. What's what's the point? What's the outcome of this scene? And I don't understand the stakes. The reason being. The rules of all of this are never really explicitly made clear. And I've only read a hundred pages of the book. I believe you've read the whole thing, so you know no, a lot more than I do. I've read it twice. But yeah. I've read a lot of Stephen King. Um, I've read all the Dark Towers and that man that man is very imaginative, but it's very much just like it's just like all this nonsense splurged out on a page page after page after page and it feels very unstructured a lot of the time and it's it's almost like unbridled, uncontrolled genius is how uh, I feel about Stephen yeah, King's I writing mean, yeah. and, and I felt like some of that translated here or at least they have a challenge the, the, the filmmakers have a challenge with this to try and make sense of a thousand pages of of. As you said, horror lore and how to yeah. make that make I sense. Mean, and so I'm I'm watching these scenes and I'm like, like, there's scene after scene after scene of basically the individuals getting attacked, uh, say by by horrific by the clown in horrific yeah. visual mental circumstances. But also it's undercut by the fact that hey, none of this is real, and it's all in your head. And if you don't believe then yeah. it's okay so I'm like well what what is the threat and what and there's a moment when occasionally physical threats do become real and it's only in those moments there's there's one moment with Bowers as you mentioned when Bowers yeah. comes into it I'm like oh there's a real threat in this scene yeah. and I'm engaged and and whenever Bow- Bowers wasn't there and it was Pennywise it was like I, I'm disengaged from suspense or threat, but I'm visually interested. As in like what's happening, you you said it well earlier, craft. I'm like the craft of what I'm seeing here is so beautifully put together as in like the visual effects guys uh, that and, and the people who storyboarded these sequences. It's like there's a there's a lot of creativity on display here and this is the perfect time as in 2018-19 to make these movies as in you can bring this imagination of Stephen King to life as in 1990 not so much so Um, yes big tick to like I sat there and I enjoyed looking at all 2 hours and 50 minutes of this stuff but I wasn't massively engaged but I also wasn't bored I was never bored so that's kind of how I feel about this film as a whole I mean look it's as we've said it's
1: over a thousand pages long in the book like you 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 could take a hundred pages of that book and make it into a three hour long film like this whole thing about this this Stephen King splurging of imagination onto a page and having no boundaries and all the rest of it like there are very clear boundaries in the book they might be completely mental and slightly nebulous but they're there, there, are parameters there. Okay. Like the whole point of, the whole point of it is that like he can be controlled and beat the f- the fuck out of at the end of the film and at the end of the book. That's it. Like, but
0: the whole thing. Well, we is, don't get a sense of that until the. No, exactly. Kind of that of that I mean, run.
1: what 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 for me that film didn't do narratively was show that. He was completely tangible all the time. Like, the, if you look at the miniseries, I mean, I, I'm, I mean, I'm biased because I love the mini, I, I love the miniseries, aka the three-hour-long TV show. But when they first come back to Derry, they all have flashbacks, and you see how vulnerable they are. You see exactly what everyone's afraid of, and then you see Pennywise preying on that. But in this. They just all come back and immediately just go out and get pissed in a Chinese restaurant, which is what they do in the miniseries, and it's exactly what they do in the book as well. But you never have it, just goes straight into kind of CGI. And I don't want to be that guy who says, Oh, your yeah, CGI is load like of bollocks and all the rest of it. But everything that, like the climax of the film and everything, it's like it's almost like. It's like Evil Dead or something like someone drowning in a load of sand and then someone drowning in loads of blood. And it's like, well, what? Like, And then all of a sudden you just go like that and then bleep, you're out of it and you're somewhere else. There was no tangible lines made. Whereas in the book and in the series, there really are. And this clown can fucking eat you and he can bite you and he can scratch you and he can consume you. But what I, what I thought this... Second part was going to do was show that the clan was going to be able to eat loads of kids in dairy. I thought he'd go back into all the history of dairy and all the rest of it. All he did was like killed one kid right at the start of the film and then for the rest of it he was just going, ooh, 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 ooh Richie, oh, hello ooh just like having a load of balloons and like floating over the top of him and going,
0: ooh, All right, all right. Ooh, hello, ooh, it was just like not threatening at all. I'm with you. Let all right, let's get straight to spoiler street here. If if so spoilers now for it chapter 2 and 1 and let's just say the book as well because I don't care about the book being spoiled so you can spoil it I mean me. yeah you're not going to spoil it yeah. um, I'm, I'm, I'm totally with you the The moment that really hit home for me and I agree with the point you just made about him not feeling like a tangible being for 90% of the movie yeah and then at the end what's uh, is it Eddie um, the hypochondriacs Eddie Cat, yeah, yeah. Eddie's character has just so that at the very end he's, he's, he said I believe in this weapon and he throws it uh, yeah. through through its mouth big moment and he, he's staggered and then he's standing over Bill Hader and he's like I, I, I did it and then he gets stabbed through the chest by by a tentacle yeah. of, of it in his spider form yeah. and and as at that moment I, my brain was like flipping like doing math 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 like wait that's not real is this real I don't know uh, Is that, and, and, and for about 10 minutes after that I was like he got thrown to the side and then I was like well they're going to go down and realise oh that was all in their minds because everything else is in their minds and so yeah, I, I don't yeah. know I didn't believe any any of it but
1: that was supposed to be the physical thing the, the whole thing of that confrontation with the spider is right this is yeah. the physical form we're going in bang this is it right like, but then i realized that like, i, I yeah. realized
0: that as soon as we realize he's dying and, yeah. and he's actually dying yeah, and yeah, there yeah, are yeah, stakes yeah, yeah. but it's too you're right it's too late to introduce that in the movie yeah, and yeah, also yeah. then it threw into question <laughs> for me everything that had come before that because then i'm like wait so w- <laughs> he was in fucking full spider form and could have killed all of them Easy, at any time yeah. with a swipe of his giant tentacle, yeah. and he what chose not to because he wanted to say, "I'm so glad you're here." Well, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, because they were too strong, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, the other the other big thing for me, I want to say, is like like in the I don't want to be a bore about in the book but also in the miniseries no and, no people and, love and, when
0: and, people like the sto- about the book the story no no, no the
1: story the story of it Derry is like the main character but you don't get the that the main character oh yeah because <laughs> he's saying main and New England state yeah good um, thank you <laughs> but yeah it, it's the main character like, the
0: main you know, character,
1: because yeah, it's a state in New England, yeah. yeah. Um, and you, you just never got that in there. I, I don't think you did, anyway. Um, was that set in like, Maine? I
0: thought it was set in uh, Hollywood backstage.
1: Yeah. Well, that's what you would have thought because yeah. it was very much like a set, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the miniseries I think, was filmed in Columbia in Canada, but it was all like. But they couldn't afford the, the, Maine. The, the story is all about how. Derry is, like, fucked, basically. It's part of it and it's part of Derry and all the rest of it. And it just seemed like... It was just so... I don't know whether it's... I mean, I was thinking that when I was in there. I was thinking, this is such a 2019 film. It's so... It's just all about... Me. It's all about the characters just going, "Oh, oh, but what does this mean to me? Oh, no, oh, my God!" Like, ugh. and everything was all about just like a personal confrontation, and nothing extrapolated onto anyone else. Like, which is that thing, like that made-up thing about going and looking at artifacts and stuff like that. You have to get your own artifacts. Is that in the book? You have to cut. Co- no, you have to like confront that yourself and and all that. And it was just all about. People on their own and confronting their own shit, which, yeah, is like a big bit of the book. But a bigger part of the book is how they're the losers club. They confront them together. It's all about confronting Derry, confronting it together. This, like, huge nebulous thing that's threatening to kill them and everyone they love. But all it is in this is, like, just a really personal Thing and I just thought it was a little
0: bit.
1: It wasn't big. It just wasn't big
0: at all. No, it was and, really... and also that's why the movie's so long because they set out the MacGuffin stakes very early on. So we're gonna do, we're gonna do a vision quest. We're we're yeah. we're gonna do a ritual and we all gotta go. They do, go off they and do and that the ritual
1: token. of Chud. They do that ritual of Chud in the film. Okay, but they they just smoke loads in that um, little den. <laughs> sure. You know the little den that they shut themselves in. They smoke Spinning shit. King was just time. having one. Yeah.
0: All right. uh, but like, but, but the, the film is kind of bloated because you've got to have six characters find six totems in the middle of the movie and then come together at the end. But you know what? The
1: the the miniseries, which is three hours long, which does both parts in three hours, does that amazingly well. And the brilliant thing about that is that when they get that, so so in this film they get the phone calls and within 10 minutes they're all at the Chinese restaurant in the mini-series they get their phone calls within then 10 you have... minutes? well 10 minutes in the film oh yeah but then yeah they're like <laughs> <laughs> <So woke>. whoa <laughs> yeah but... I, I'm actually
0: in Maine I was, I, I'm so glad you called <laughs> hello <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually outside the Chinese restaurant already are you inside? I went to
1: a Chinese restaurant that it was based on
0: Oh, in Maine? Jade
1: Orient. In uh, Bangor, which is where Stephen King lives now, I did the the Stephen King tour. And I went down to the Barrens, and I went to the standpipe, which wasn't involved in this film either. And I went to the um, drain where he eats Georgie, which is Jackson and... Kansas, I think in real Oh yeah, and
0: that was yeah. the exact he... street in the movie. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I went there, man. It's well scary. Nice. All
0: right. If any, if it's really if, weird. If you're, yeah. if you're still not convinced by Lee's it uh, and Stephen King credentials, uh, check out our Twitter at the Cinemile because I'll post a picture of what he's wearing right now. Oh um, yeah, yeah. You're all imagining a full clown suit, but it's it's, it's just <laughs> it's just a, it's just a, it's, just a badge, it's just a badge that says the Losers Club.
1: And also, uh, I'd like to also say. <laughs> I, I was disappointed by that, but there's like a million different permutations of that film, so loads of people would love it. I personally didn't. I probably might appreciate it a bit more further down the line and all the rest of it, but I, I, I it's actually, a great story. I did it was enjoy it a slightly different way. I think you enjoyed it more than I did actually. Like, I did, I definitely just, did. I just, I just thought on on a basic horror film that like as soon as I kind of made peace with the fact that right okay it's not going to be as good as the miniseries which I mean nothing is but as soon as I made peace with that I was like okay right, it would just be like a wicked horror film but I just kind of thought for me it didn't really work as a horror film either Yeah, I, I didn't jump at all I, I, my sister who is really hardcore with horror films I always send her horror films to watch and she always texts me back and goes that was shit, that was crap, that was rubbish like she's only been scared once by The Exorcist she texts me early and said she jumped five times at that I I honestly didn't jump once and I'm not hard at all I'm not a hard man I I,
0: I jumped once at the dog the dog turning into the monster got me that, no. was a, that was a bit of a jump. Just but-
1: everything was foregrounded. Everything, like, is it, like, directorially, everything was foregrounded. It was all, like, that's my knife. Like, it was just all, like... Yeah, look, I am... You just knew, you knew where you were going into it because it was, oh, OK, we're going into a nightmare theme here, and they go into, like, a haunted house and all the rest of it, and then...
0: It just always went kind of. See, I don't think you should treat this as a horror film because I was watching this and thinking this isn't a horror film. This is a big budget. It's this is this is this is not horror. This is it's it's horror writ large on a blockbuster budget um action-adventure setting this is that's what this is this is th- these two movies are the biggest uh, ho- horror movies of all time in terms of budget and, yeah I mean oh, sorry, you know in what? terms of box office and and that's and they, they kind of reflect that it's all set pieces after been. set pieces I mean he should have showing that. off but I I actually just I did enjoy it on an entertainment level and I thought that the actors turned in great performances I thought that the subject matter is so batshit and they stayed so relatively close to the batshit that, that for me, and you know the material a lot better than I do, so for me, a lot of the material was relatively fresh. But they made it more mental than it was in the book. Oh, really? Because like it made was it like, mental. Like
1: I the, just fir- the first 25 minutes was them going, oh, and you know this, and you know that, and you know actually we need to... We need to do this because of the ritual of the chud. And remember, these are Native Americans and blah, 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 blah. and all that. Like, what they I mean. it's very serious. You it's... Don't, They didn't do that, and they didn't explain that at all. But I kind of, I it. kind
0: of like that. I like, I like how, <laughs> I like, I like that we we just watched a record-breaking box office movie that that millions of other people are watching with huge budgets and special effects and James McAvoy and Jessica Chastain which <laughs> involved... So, was James McAvoy in that? Yeah, barely. Was, was, just, ja- sorry, sorry, <laughs> was James McAvoy in that? Which basically involved Sorry,
1: was James McAvoy in that? <laughs> I need
0: to ask you now. He was definitely there for at least one scene. Oh, um, right. There was an interdimensional being with like Indian rituals and uh, an underground cellar who dressed like a i cl- I'm just like this is just batshit, and I'm kind of impressed that all that was committed to screen by hundreds of people, and that millions of people are watching it. So I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I went. I kind of went with it.
1: I mean, yeah, I went with it loads, but...
0: Sorry, on the James McAvoy thing, I also Sorry, appreciate... Sorry, James McAvoy in that? <laughs> I also appreciate that it wasn't the James McAvoy and Jessica Chastain show, which I expected it to be going in. And actually, no, I, the no. ensemble was, like, fairly even-handed. Like, I thought even Bill Hader and, and uh, James Ransom got as much screen time I mean, as again, they
1: again, I mean, again, this is my my thing of, like being an IT fan creeping into it like Eddie Kasprach isn't a funny guy you they know, made him a funny guy and James McAvoy's character is like the main character yeah. pretty much like and he just he just wasn't in it at
0: all um but <laughs> do the thing he, did, he saying, did feel a little sidelined totally but then oh, yeah. Yeah, they've got six characters and look I, I'm not saying they made all the right choices like, in terms like, of the edit I <laughs> like, could sit in that like. edit room and tell them like just Let me lose the <laughs> lose all the house scene building up lose the fucking um, library scene lose the the uh, uh, fucking lumberjack man um, giant statue I, I thought that was really
1: good yeah, Those like daylight horror films but no I, I know, that, I know that you can say they had six characters to build up in in six hours like as an excuse like come on that's their job he's a director yeah. it's a job like have you seen The Wild Bunch I'm not Fucking saying they nailed that like but do you know what um, that I didn't see in the book I didn't see in the miniseries that was in that film that um, for me broke. I've only got one rule in the film, yeah, and this broke that rule.
0: Don't say the name of the, the movie in the movie. No, do that. that <laughs> that's, that's, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. my, my and own, that, my only rule is why we've gone with the wind. <laughs> 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 and that, my dear, is Casablanca. <laughs> yeah, she nearly says that.
1: Close. <laughs> uh, well, and that's the Maltese Falcon. <laughs> I mean, they do say that as well. What are they, what are they not saying? Like? They probably do say double indemnity and double indemnity let's go back to it okay right uh, okay so <laughs> my my number safe. one rule of horror films is that it's never not funny when someone's on fire I like, <laughs> oh, never God. it's never not funny when someone's on fire like you uh, name me name me a film and I challenge all cinema and- patrons and hereditary. listeners or whatever hereditary like, well, I've never seen it, but I bet you if someone's on fire down, no, it's funny. No, it was not funny. No, I bet it's funny. I can guarantee you. I bet you, you any money, it's funny. Go watch that movie. It's okay. not funny. I'll watch it. I bet you any money, it's funny. <laughs> I will
0: take that bet. I'll bet you. Yeah. All right. I will bet you. Okay. Yeah. £10 I'll watch it. I'll watch it tomorrow
1: don't... night. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. It's, okay. ne- it's never funny. We will update. We yeah. will update you all at the cinema <laughs> on Twitter. Lee watching Hereditary. That, I want. You, I want you to record yourself watching okay. the scene where somebody's on fire. I will be
1: pissing myself because
0: <laughs> it's always
1: funny. Like that being it when that woman sets fire to her head and starts running down a corridor.
0: Were you not reading? I mean, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying that wasn't funny. Yeah. that was funny. Like the thing. is the thing.
1: is funny. Like. Uh, the thing Jason, is one of the best comedies 13th of all time two, it's funny everything um, Red Dra- even Red Dragon really okay, horrible sets fire to a guy in a wheelchair and pushes him down a ramp it's on fire in a wheelchair handcuffed to a wheelchair it's funny man
0: like it's funny you okay you okay hon yeah, I, I think, just think, I it's, think, really, I think, I think it, it's really. I think funny. I think the it's trauma that you experienced as a child has gone has gone deeper than
1: you realize. I tell you what, it really has. <laughs> um, I've got some more notes
0: here. All right, come on, that's <laughs> What have we got? <laughs> right. just okay. You, the other I've got.
1: Other i got actually All right, is go on. it's like they didn't really build <laughs> they didn't really build up the characterizing characterization too much because they just went from one kind of horror y scene to another and then probably about four times in the film they just did some kind of David Gordon Green style like glinty camera montagey musicy thing and to be honest I would like to see a film with all those guys and all the like narration about like hey it's good to be a loser right yeah but never forget you're a loser, rat. Right? All that, like it's all like really not. Nice. It's really nice. It's the best bits of the book. Like I'd like to see a film, a ninety-minute film about them. Just without that fucking clown. Like he was he was kind of an afterthought. But not him yeah, when he turns up as a big spider. The rest of it was like he just turns up, Hello. ooh, Hello, Richie. Yeah, alright mate, yeah, I'm just off to the dairy townhouse with our mates. And then like and then like Eddie sees him, gets covered in blood, and then he just comes back and they go, you know, and he goes, Yeah fine. Yeah yeah. yeah. It's just it's just a total side character, like. So you're, should, so you're proposing a remake whole... of
0: it without the clown?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, if they're going to do it like that, because it Pennywise well, should he must be have hanging stand over. By me, right? Exactly. Which do your... you see the bay windows at the end when he when he rang him at the end, Big Bill? The Bay Windows. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See that? Uh, yeah. hello. And also...
0: Lost Boys reference poster? No, Stand
1: By Me reference.
0: There was a Lost Boys poster, I
1: meant. Oh, yeah, yeah, sort the yeah. Lost Boy, yeah. And also, um, at the start, when they rang uh, Ben Hanscom, when he rings him, yeah. the guy who picks up the phone, I was like, that's Ben Hanscom. Because I didn't really know who was in it. And then it switched to him on speakerphone. The guy who picked it up was the guy who played Ben Hanscom in the original.
0: Very thing. good. He that's definitely great. was. That's I mean, great. I'll have like to that. check
1: it, and I'll yeah. look like a twat if he's not. But like, he definitely was.
0: All right. Ooh. That's why we bring. That's why we bring you along for the Easter egg. All right. Yeah. Let's wrap it up there. Any final thoughts?
1: I don't know. I've got loads. I've, I, I feel think really d- bad. I think you're like, disappointed. Yeah.
0: You're disappointed
1: no I, I mean I'm not I'm glad it's. sound a big screen I actually right?
0: quite enjoyed it I don't know if I'd recommend like a cinema trip to this I think you could just watch this in two parts at home I mean again like yeah I mean yeah.
1: again it's an over a thousand page book they went the way with it that I wouldn't have gone but I'm not a fucking director am I so I don't care like great you know <laughs> No, no, do you know what I mean? Like, everyone's a critic, aren't they? Like, I know, I know. Like, it, was, it was quite good. I just think they it wasn't scary enough. To, like it, If you're going to go all out scares and not characterise Derry as this like sort of Damocles over everyone, then you need to make the clown really scary. And if you don't do that, then you need to make the relationships really good. And I don't think you did that. I just think it was all a bit... Trying to, trying
0: to do too much. Yeah. And actually, it didn't dig into the lore enough. It kind of dipped its toe in with the no, daughter. That's, that's the, what I was looking for. to. The daughter of yeah. the clown. My father yeah. was in the circus. So I was like, well, it, is that explained in the book?
1: Because I actually, that made me hungry for a bit more. No, I mean, that, that that's just a throwaway thing. Because the whole thing in the book is that, like, he's everywhere and he's anywhere. So that's just one little thing in the book. Bob okay. Gray is in the circus, but...
0: So is, is he he like mimicking of... somebody who was a clown in the circus, or what? No, I mean, it,
1: Pennywise is an alien in the book. Okay. Like, it just crash lands on Earth and comes out every 27 years and does loads of stuff. That like... in the is that was in the
0: circus? Well, a, is they call him Bob, they,
1: he calls himself Bob Gray sometimes in the book. Right. But obviously he can go into him and go into anyone else. So.
0: so Bob Gray isn't real?
1: Bob Gray was probably real, yeah. He probably killed people, asked Bob Gray. But that was just one of his many guises. Okay, okay,
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: But then there was a guy who, like, axed loads of people to death in a pub in, like, the 1800s. He wasn't him, but he probably got into his head somehow and did it. Like, do you know what I mean? He's kind of, he's just everywhere. Like, but in in that film, (laughs) they made out that that was him.
0: All right. Which let's is, leave it there yeah <laughs> before yeah. Before, we're done, yeah. before we give a blow by blow of the it novel yeah um, we are at the Cinemile on Twitter Facebook and Instagram thanks for listening uh, you can find us wherever there are podcasts uh, we are there please subscribe um, Lee where can they find you
1: Oh, hang out in Stroud Green <laughs> yeah
0: Stroud, Mainly Green. What, Stroud on, Green during what time roughly
1: um uh, like between kind of nine and I go to bed at like nine these days p.m. yeah yeah okay, I'm up, so yeah. You're not,
0: you're not like out, out all night on Struggery and
1: then straight
0: to bed at 9am that's the that's the best plug we've we've <laughs> ever had on this podcast at, shout out to Ligan. Lee's house
1: at Lee's shout yeah. out to my house Shout out to our two cats, Dante and Hera. I love you, motherfuckers.
0: <laughs> All right. Yeah. Hi, everyone, thanks for listening. <laughs> let us know what you thought of it.
1: Yeah, please do. I'd really yeah. Two. Yeah. Yeah. And let one. me know and when you need well. a pint. Yeah.
0: Yeah.